0: We've all heard cash is king. In retirement, it's cash flow that leads the charge. Today, we'll dig into cash flow in retirement and offer some suggestions that could help you maintain your current lifestyle in retirement. All that and more on today's episode of Elevate Your Wealth. And now, Elevate Your Wealth with Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins.
1: Welcome in to Elevate Your Wealth. Your hosts are Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. You can find them at Elevated Financial Management right here in Seattle. 42 combined years experience in the retirement planning business, helping hundreds of their clients get ready for their retirement. They are certified financial fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. Each and every week, we hit the retirement topics, but we also give you an opportunity for action. You can get on the calendar with elevated financial management, no cost, no obligation, no pressure. We have a certain number of appointments. We're going to open those up, limited to our radio listeners. So stay tuned, and those spots will be available here shortly. So cash flow in retirement, critical factor that can determine your financial freedom during your retirement years, your golden years. Now, here are some key considerations for just understanding the importance of said cash flow in retirement. So Mark, let's start with you. Income sources, first and foremost. Yeah, this is one that we really highlight
2: uh, dramatically because everybody's got to have income, right? And so one of the first steps that we look at it when we go to managing cash flow in retirement is to identify and then try and maximize the different and hopefully multiple income sources that you may have. Now, we know that uh, these sources are uh, going to come usually from Social Security, unless you paid into a pension where you don't, and you're not going to have Social Security. But Social Security is going to be a big pillar of your cash flow each and every month. What about if you're fortunate enough to have a pension? I work a lot with Boeing uh, retirees, and uh, the, the newer uh, retirees don't have a pension anymore. They just are going to have a 401k, so they're not going to be fortunate to have that guaranteed income stream. What about money that we're going to take out of different retirement accounts? Hopefully you might have a Roth account. Uh, Maybe you're going to have a TSP or a 403B or a 457. Whatever it is, we're going to have to factor how and when we want to take distributions from each one of those qualified accounts. Now, could you possibly think about maybe working part-time? Some of us may have a job that we truly hate, and we can hardly wait to, to, you know, press the buzzer, get out. But if you find something you may wanna do that you love doing, part-time work is really gonna help. So understanding all the different timing issues, the amounts that you have, and and we call them buckets in our office, the different buckets that you're gonna draw income from. uh, And and then we also have to take into consideration how are they gonna be taxed as you take each withdrawal out of those different Buckets, And that's why creating a plan, an income plan, is going to be so critical to you
1: having a successful retirement. Yeah, okay, cash flow. Uh, that's our discussion point in this portion of the program when it comes to retirement planning, just considerations uh, about that. So income source is absolutely huge. Uh, and Casey, this next one, expenses. Yeah, expenses. This, I mean, this is equally important, right? So we want to know what the
0: income sources are, like Mark just talked about, have an understanding of of where our money's coming from. But we also need to know where our money's going. Um, ultimately, that's the, these are the two biggest things when it comes to retirement is understanding what we need to spend and what we can spend, right? And so when we talk about those um, expenses, we have to have a clear understanding of the regular expenses. So that's housing, uh, health care costs, transportation, food, other discretionary spending. And it's important, and we'll, we'll talk more about this, but it's important too to have an understanding of what differences those expenses are. So some are essential and some are discretionary, right? And we, we really have to have a breakdown there and understand this maybe column A is what it takes just for us to live our life Um, just to wake up in the morning and be us, this is what it costs. And then we have a secondary column of things like hobbies, and um, maybe the sports that we like to go play, go golf, those types of things. What do those cost? And and maybe those are more discretionary, right? We don't absolutely have to have those things. But we've got to have a a clear understanding of what that is. Um, And we also want to factor in um, occasional other types of expenses. So medical emergencies, home repairs, um, that that's really, really important. We cannot have an expense side of things or or have an expense number in our minds that is so tight that it doesn't allow for some adjustability in our retirement spending. We want to know what that might look like, build in some of those unknowns, those costs, those, those gotchas that come up, whether it's a water heater or maintenance for your HVAC or those type of things. We need to know what that looks like so that we can build that in um, and make sure that we're keeping track of the expenses that we, that we have each month and making sure in turn that our income supports those expenses
1: as well. Talking cash flow, I like the, I like the idea of having just a column, what it takes to be me, right? Right. I, mean, I like that. I mean, cash flow, income sources, expenses, going over these things. Again, this is about your retirement, and these are considerations, folks, the importance of cash flow. So we've done the income sources, the expenses, and here it comes, the spending plan, the budgeting, Mark. Yeah,
2: this is something that Casey and I, Uh, talk to clients about. In fact, I just had a client leave our office and that's exactly what we talked about. He's, I'm going to have him track for the next month, every penny that he spends. So he's going to keep a little notebook in his car. So if he buys a Starbucks or he gets a sandwich, whatever bill he pays, groceries, we could go on and on, but he's going to track them because the number that he gave me for his budget, we believe, is too light. And I almost always see that the number they give me a lot of times can be 15 to 25% below what their true number is. So what we want to work with is a true number. So you've got to stick and create a budget that is going to be, uh, used to be able to make sure that you, you have the money you need each month and that you don't go over it uh, in, in, many different you know instances right we've got to control that Uh, we know that if a true budget is going to help you to track then your income and expenses and then it's going to allow you to prioritize the spending and then you can make adjustments as needed we all are going to have to do that right life is fluid we don't pay the exact same amount each and every month so you want to have a plan to be able to adjust when we need it it's going to then provide a very clear picture of how much money that is coming in and how much is going out. So then you're going to be able to make informed decisions when you need to make adjustments. And hopefully it's going to help you to keep from overspending too much because that can be disastrous if you continue on an overspending uh You know, in your with your budget, because you're going to run out of money at some point if you're not uh, having a plan to deal with all of the things that are going to come up when it comes to retirement.
1: Understanding just the importance of cash flow in retirement. We're going over this today. First portion of the program. We want to remind you, too, we have 10 calendar positions for the upcoming week. For Elevated Financial Management, meet with Mark, Casey, the team. And it's always about your retirement. But, folks, these are no cost, no obligation, no pressure appointments. Again, the number to call to grab one right now, 866-668-3625. And the only qualifier is if you've saved at least 250000 or more for your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. The number to call is 866-668. 6683625 so cash flow let's get back to it talking about income sources expenses budgeting and now casey investment strategy
0: yeah, this, this can have an impact on your cash flow in retirement. And this is something that Mark and I spend a great deal of time talking about with clients, making sure that they understand their options, and really determining how reliable the income sources are that they're going to have. Because the way we set up our investments has a direct impact on the income that we're going to see, receive in retirement. So some folks will do that with dividends. Um, some do it based on interest. Um, Some maybe have rental properties, others will set up a private pension, um, which we help folks with here all the time. And so realistically, if we don't set up our investments in the right way, our income will not be as reliable in retirement as we want it to be. Now that, that may not seem to make a lot of sense, but let's think about that. If our income is solely based on the performance of the market, meaning that we need the market to do well for us to create the income that we need in retirement. Let's say we need $40,000 from our investment accounts. Let's say the market's down by 25 or 30% for the year, and then we need to take $40,000. Many times when folks go to pull that money from an account that's down, it creates concern. They're worried about it because they see the value of their account has dropped. And so they take less income in retirement, which means that they live less of the life that they want to live in retirement. And this is where it really becomes so important to have this conversation understand how reliable your income is. Does it adjust for inflation? We've got to understand that and make sure that our investments are set up in the right way to support those things we just talked about, to support the budget, to support the expenses, to make sure that the income is where we need it to be. We cannot overlook how we're invested when it comes to
1: our income. I know we've got some listeners uh, that have questions about cash flow, Guys, what are we going to do for the next 10 calls? We have 10 appointments for your calendar. Yep. So what we want you
2: to do is pick up the phone and give us a call. If you've saved $250,000 or more, please call us. Let's have a conversation. What we're going to do is we're going to put together a total written plan for you that's done by a certified financial planning team. They're going to look at your tax situation. We're gonna analyze that. We're also gonna look at as we talked about the your cash flow. How where are the income sources and are they guaranteed? Do we need to take a hard look at that? What about your health care issues? That we, are you gonna go on a Medicare supplement plan or a Med Advantage plan? And then we're also gonna to wanna to look at any issues when it comes to estate planning. Uh, do you have a will or a trust in place? Legacy planning. So all these and more are going to be addressed in a solid written
1: plan, which we want every one of you to have. So please pick up the phone and give us a call. All right. We have 10 positions on that calendar with elevated financial management. Here's the number 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. Call that number now. Well, behavioral finance is a field of study that examines how human psychology and behavior can affect financial decisions and outcomes. We're going to talk about it coming up next we Welcome back into Elevate Your Wealth. Your host, Mark Stimson, Casey Elkins, Elevated Financial Management, where you can find them. Check them out online. It's a great resource website for you, efmnw.com. All letters, efmnw.com. Again, you'll have links to the TV show, Elevate Your Wealth, and also our radio show in podcast form, so check it out. 42 years combined experience between Mark and Casey, again, helping hundreds of their clients get ready for retirement. They are certified financial series again I'm Morgan Patrick consumer advocate we hit the topics each and every week we also give you an opportunity to get on the calendar at elevated financial management no cost no obligation simply no pressure we have opened up those 10 appointments they're available at any time and call and book now 866 866- Six six eight three six two five. If you saved at least 250000 dollars towards your retirement, these strategies are gonna work best for you. That number to call, 866 668 So understanding what makes us tick financially can be very complex and often confusing. So we wanted to take a look at several areas of behavioral finance, and how the right advisor can help guide us on that right path, all right? So, Mark, let's start with you. Uh, really got to kind of break it down and understand your biases. Yeah, and this is something that
2: uh, the big box stores just don't, we believe, have a good handle on. The emotions affect all of us, right? And when we are talking about our life savings, we can we can definitely establish some biases that can be both good, but they can also be very detrimental to our planning. So we know when it comes to behavioral finance, it can help all of us, especially as planners, be able to identify the biases that are affecting our prospective students and clients. And what are some of these biases, you might say? So one of them could be overconfidence. That's a bias that can affect us. Loss aversion, right? We don't wanna think about losing any money. That can be a bias. And then we can also have a, a, an anchoring bias. That's one where we're just dead set on, on what we wanna do. We anchor, we put our feet, we twist down. We're not gonna move, right? But these different types of biases can also lead us to make some irrational investment choices. Uh, One of them could be we take on way more risk than we should, especially as we get older. What about the risk of being too overly cautious? Both Casey and I have had clients where they came in. They got so freaked out in 2008 that they went into a money market type account or you know or or a stable fund so they missed a 10 11 12 year bull run they missed all of that because they were so not wanting to lose any money if you're being overly cautious that can really backfire when the ugly animal of inflation raises his head like what is happening right now so yeah people have been so scared on what's happening in the market lately they don't know what to do right that's why we believe so much in a, plan, in a having a plan, right? And so just being aware of your different biases and working with someone that understands them can make such a dramatic difference in maybe getting you over the hump. Maybe you have a bias about annuities, let's say, or you have a bias about reverse mortgages or any other of the uh, financial vehicles that may or may not be needed in connection with your unique situation. So please. Find somebody to work with that understands behavioral finance a little bit. And if you do, I think it can make a huge difference in putting together a plan that's going to help you to be totally successful when it comes to long term and having a happy retirement.
1: Elevate your wealth, you're tuned to it. It's powered by Elevated Financial Management, where you can find Mark Simpson, Casey Elkins, their entire team right here in Seattle. We're doing a deep dive on behavioral finance and again, it can have significant influence on your retirement in, in several areas. So we're talking about, we just discussed understanding the biases and now Casey, let's go to framing it up and also perception. You know, I think that this is
0: something that um, we, we probably all recognize just in every
1: facet of our life, the way that we
0: frame something is so important to how a conversation goes. Um, You know, we can come out and just very directly make a statement and that can be taken the wrong way. It could be upsetting to the other person. Uh, But if we frame it correctly and we take time to explain uh, very commonly, that's received better. And it allows for an open conversation. The same is with our finances. Um, When you're speaking with an advisor, um, kind of how that information is presented to you, how it's framed, is going to have an impact on the decision that's made. That's just the—that's just natural human behavior. Uh, we all understand that because of what that makes us think of in our minds as we're having that conversation. So uh, I'll give you a couple examples. When we think about retirement options and when they're presented, um, how they're framed in terms of gains and losses is very important to that conversation. And I'll, I'll really try to make this uh, easily understood for you. When you go talk with your advisor if they're always talking about the positives or always talking about the good things, the positive average return of this and that and this and that, and they never talk about uh, maybe some of the downsides or the potential risk that is required, that's going to have an impact on how you see that particular type of investment. Only speaking of the positive really paints a a rosy picture when we know that in reality, the stock market is always not that rosy as we're experiencing right now. So y- you've got to understand both sides to it. Um, you know, how those uh, gains and losses are, again, how those are painted in your mind. Um, the The individual Uh, perception that you have as to your choices will be directly affected by how that picture is painted for you. And so it's important to be able to effectively communicate with your advisor to make sure that they're effectively communicating with you and in turn presenting those options in a light that helps you see it for what it really is. That's, that's very, very key when we talk about this.
1: Doing a deep dive, behavioral finance. I mean, again, talking about understanding your biases, framing and perception, how things look. Uh, and again, there's going to be that opportunity. Opportunity to get on the calendar with Mark and Casey at Elevated Financial Management, their entire team, and talk about your retirement situation. Again, those 10 appointments are available at any time during the show by calling 866-668-3625. If you've got 250000 or more saved towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. That number again, 866-668-3625. Continuing on with behavioral, again, finance and taking this deep dive. Mark, this next one, herd behavior and social influence
2: yeah this is one i think we're all pretty familiar with and i think this is where we all need to ask ourselves the question do we tend to make decisions sometimes based on what maybe our family has done or what our friends are doing because that may or may not be good for your individual situation right so but we know that it it's a lot easier to follow the herd Right than it is to be separate from the herd, and so. But when it comes to, you know, these type of decisions, boy, that can really be disastrous if you just tend to follow uh, maybe what your family tells you to do. We want to be very, very careful of, about this. So we know that we can be influenced big time by friends, by family, uh, others that we trust, and a lot of times we may make a decision that's going to be based on what others are wanting us to do versus what might be the best for our own individual situation. And that's what we want to help our clients to do is to overcome that tendency to want to follow the herd. And if we do that, it's going to help you and I to be much more successful. And we're not going to let maybe social media necessarily or have the social influence that can have such a power with people today uh, affect our retirement decisions like they are with individuals today. You've got to make your choices based on your individual
1: financial situation and not anybody else's. Last one we're going to have time for, Casey, emotional aspect of this. And again, behavioral finance makes sense that emotions in there
0: yeah they play a significant role in the financial decision making and we'll just hit it real quick I mean this this kind of goes without saying but emotions such as fear greed and anxiety can impact the decision-making process. so as Mark mentioned earlier sometimes that fear keeps people from investing in the market because they're so concerned Sometimes the other side of that coin greed keeps people invested more aggressively than they should be because it's almost like they're at the roulette table and they think they can't mm-hmm. lose and so th- this is really really important you've got to be realistic make sure that you're having the conversation with somebody who can help you kind of explore those emotions and feelings and and put them in their right place so that you can have a successful retirement
1: all right Uh, behavioral finance 101 that was very very interesting if you've got any questions about your retirement situation now's the opportunity to act we have 10 spots on the calendar with elevated financial management casey what's going to happen for these 10 callers well, we've done all the hard work for you. We've got a team of certified financial planners
0: standing by uh, to make sure that we can create these plans for all of you that are willing to pick up the phone and give us a call. Our friendly staff is going to be really helpful when you come into the office. We're going to sit down and have a real conversation about where you're at right now and where you'd like to be, what type of plans and adjustments you'd like to make for retirement. So we'll talk about the risk that you're taking. We'll talk about the income sources that you have. We'll talk about taxes. How can we lessen your taxes overall? all along with health care, long-term care, and many other things. All you've
1: got to do is pick up the phone and give us a call. All right, here's the number 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. If you've saved at least 250000 or more for retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. That number again, 866-668-3625. 10 appointments. They will not last long. 866- Now, retirement can be fulfilling and enjoyable, and we want it to be that phase of life, right? But it's important to be mindful how to manage your money and make sure it lasts through that retirement. We'll talk about that coming up next. ELEVATE YOUR WEALTH, YOUR hosts, MARK STIMSON AND K.C. ELKINS. YOU CAN FIND THEM AT ELEVATED FINANCIAL MANAGEMENT RIGHT HERE IN SEATTLE. 42 YEARS COMBINED EXPERIENCE BETWEEN THESE TWO HELPING HUNDREDS OF THEIR CLIENTS get ready for retirement. They are certified financial fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. want to remind you too, a great resource website, EFMNW.com, all letters, EFMNW.com. There are links to the TV show, Elevate Your Wealth, and all of our Elevate Your Wealth radio shows are in podcast form for you there. It's always about retirement. We also give you that opportunity to get on the calendar. 10 appointments available right now through the length of this show until they run out. You can always call 866-668-3625. Again, they will not last long. 866-668-3625. Again, if you've got any questions about your retirement situation, maybe you need that second opinion, Call that number, 866-668-3625. All right, so retirement, I mean, you want it to be that enjoyable phase of life, but very important to be mindful of how to manage your money so it will last throughout your retirement. Number one fear, as we know, guys, running out of money in retirement. So when we talk about this, we're going to basically give you the bad side, right? And these are things to avoid. So don't waste your money. So these are things that can happen that will make that money go away very quickly. Casey, we'll start with this. You get into retirement and man, I tell you, you're excited and you spend, spend, spend. Yeah, this is a this is a common mistake. Uh, you know, we
0: we see people they've been working for years, um, and maybe haven't had the time to go do all the things that they want to do, and so now they retire, and they're in this kind of leisurely state, um, and they've got newfound time to go do what they'd like to do. And what is what does it take to go do things you want to do? It takes money, and so a lot of times people end up overspending in the early years in retirement, um, and they've they've kind of maybe loosened the the notch on their belt a little bit when it comes to spending, but maybe they've overdone it. And so uh, we see that a lot of times up front folks are spending much heavier um, than their overall finances will actually support. And so this is where it becomes so important. Mark was talking about a budget earlier. We've got to have a realistic budget that includes our our everyday needs, but also allows for some discretionary spending to go do those things, to live our life, to travel, to spend time with the kids and the grandkids, to go to the golf course and do all those kinds of things. But we want to make sure that we're doing that within reason as well. And so actually paying attention to that, um, understanding what our budget is and how it can be supported in retirement um, and making sure that that's going to last is very, very key. Now, there is something else to consider here too. There's three phases of retirement. You've got the go-go years, which is early in retirement, mm-hmm. the slow-go years, and then the no-go years. And so it does make sense that we want to spend more in those go-go years when our health is with us. We've got that time and we're excited <sighs> to go do those things. And so having a budget that allows us to spend more upfront. is... And potentially taper it over time pending some changes in our life is key as well but this is really where you have to have a conversation with somebody who can help you manage those emotions manage the money and make sure that you're walking through retirement um, successfully I, I think mark you want to add something to that yeah
2: I was just Casey mentioned those three phases right but again that's why we believe it's so critical to have a written plan right because I know that what I try and do is I want my clients to get more money especially in the first 10 years so but we have a plan for that we're not just winging it right that's the key you got to have a plan if you want to be successful
1: well i mean we talk about it all the time that number one fear is running out of money and if you have a plan uh, you're going to know exactly what you have and you're going to be able to map it out pretty much to the nth degree uh, when it comes to your retirement if you've got more work to do that's going to be told to you Uh, if you're doing okay and you're going to be fine you're also going to get that information, but that's the ease of mind we talk about when it comes to retirement planning, just knowing. So inadvertently, what are retirees doing uh, that can absolutely uh, ruin a retirement? You can overspend. I mean, that's a pretty obvious one when you get into retirement and you're excited about it and you spend a little too much money. Uh, this next one, Mark, is one that I don't think we've talked about healthcare care yet uh, on the program today, uh, but it usually makes every single show because we're all going to need it at some point. If you are ignoring health care costs, this is a big mistake. Yeah. And in, in fact,
2: I, I talk about this being the atom bomb that could go off inside your plan. This will be the one that will blow any plan to smithereens. I, I'm in this business today because I watched my grandfather on my dad's side get Alzheimer's, and I watched him lose pretty much everything except the farm back in Iowa. Uh, all their liquid assets were gone, and right now uh, across the street from us here in Federal Way, Washington, we know I've got a facility there that's running 12500 a month. If you don't have some kind of a plan to address that it's going to be you know bad let's just put it there's no other way to to, to sugar-coated it's not going to be good and you're going to have to have a way to pay for those costs because they're not going to be covered by medicare and or your supplements and it's also the number one reason that seniors are having to declare bankruptcy today is because of medical costs and things that can happen especially as we age we begin to have maybe some uh, issues when it comes to dementia uh, what about mobility issues? What if we have a stroke? How are you going to cover all of these things? So you've got to account for these expenses, including premiums that you're going to pay, any deductibles, copays, uh, because if your plan doesn't account for these, uh, it's going to you're sadly going to run out of money a
1: lot sooner than you ever hoped or dreamed that you would. Elevate your wealth. You're tuned to it. We talk retirement each and every week here on the program, but we also give you an opportunity to get on the calendar with elevated financial management. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. Just kind of see where you are in your planning process. Maybe you haven't started planning. You've been thinking about it. Uh, Now's the time to get off the couch and do something about it. Or you're in the middle of something. You're partially down the path to retirement. You need a second opinion because that communication just isn't there. Those 10 appointments are open right now. 866-668- 3625. You can book at any time. If you've saved at least $250 thousand or more towards your retirement these strategies are going to work best for you that number again 866-668-3625 again running out of money in retirement is a big big fear the number one fear so we thought we'd go over a lot of things that people are doing that wastes money all right so you're overspending when you initially get into retirement uh, you ignore health care costs because guess what they're not getting any cheaper folks it's going to be on the rise as we continue on through retirement uh and social security uh, uh, making the show for the first time, Casey. Uh, if you are, you know, just going to take it at a certain number and not plan it out, I mean, and you're not optimizing your Social Security, that's a big mistake.
0: Yeah, Social Security uh, can be a significant source of income for folks in retirement. For some, for some folks, that's their biggest spoke, if you will, in that wheel of re- uh, wheel of income in retirement. so, not optimizing it, not taking the time to plan that out, really is a big miss. And um, what what it boils down to is taking it too early. So many folks have this idea that, well, I'm not going to live that long, um, so I'm going to start it as soon as I can. Um, or they're worried that maybe Social Security isn't going to be there in the future, so I'm going to take it as early as possible. That really can be a big mistake because that's a that's a very emotional decision surrounding that, but you've got to have an honest look at what that really is going to do to your retirement, what type of impact that's going to have. Starting your social security early and then you live for another 25 or 30 years in retirement, that's going to have a, a detriment to your overall income in retirement. So it's not that you can't start early, you absolutely can, and there's some circumstances where, We do think that is the best thing for the client, but it's circumstantial. It is one-on-one. There's not a one-size-fits-all, and so it's crucial to understand what your options are to consider the factors such as what your full retirement age is going to be, spousal benefits, meaning how that's going to affect your spouse, uh, survivor benefits falls into that, and making sure that you're doing what you can to maximize that source of income. Even if it's not a primary source of income for you, you still want to maximize that. That's something that you've been paying into for years. You want to get the most out of it. But again, you've got to have a conversation as to how that affects your overall retirement plan and how that plays into everything else sometimes it does make sense to take it early sometimes we don't take it early we take it a full retirement age sometimes we can wait until 70 and that makes the most sense but it is situational and you want to have a conversation
1: and truly understand how that's going to impact your life. Just be mindful uh, how you're managing your money as you move to and through retirement. And these are ways that you it can get away from you. You can go off the rails quite quite easily, quite quickly if you're overspending, if you're ignoring health care costs, if you really don't plan out how you're going to take Social Security, how that's going to work with the rest of your portfolio. Uh, and this next one, Mark, uh, phone, I was recently at my folks' house and the phone rang like 15 times a day with these just robo calls, you know, <laughs> you know, failing, you know, you, you know, to understand that there are scams out there, fraudulent schemes, be aware. Yep. In fact, AARP right now has
2: a main focus on these type of scams because we know that older uh, ones are definitely more susceptible to these type of scams than Uh, younger people, some, not always, but they are. And so they're very much worried about that happening. We know that that's why they specifically will target an older individual. So it's really important. I want to stress how important it is to be vigilant and cautious when it comes to financial matters and anyone asking for money or you needing to spend money, right? This would include different investments that you might be able to Uh, to get involved in. And that old saying, if it sounds too good to be true, what's the answer, right? It usually is. So you've got to be cautious. That's all I want to say. And you always want to try and verify the legitimacy of any different financial opportunity uh, that may come your way before you commit to giving any money to someone that you don't know. All right, let's
1: hit this last one real quickly, Casey, and that's taxes. I mean, you really need to be on top of it.
0: Yeah, uh, taxes can definitely impact your retirement income. Uh, Failing to manage them efficiently can result in unnecessary expenses. None of us want to pay more in taxes than we have to, but ultimately, just bad planning can mean that we're paying taxes. We're paying more taxes than we need to, and we just don't know it. So it's important to understand the tax implications of your retirement accounts, withdrawals, your other income sources. And really consider those tax planning strategies so that you can maximize the income that you're going to have in retirement and minimize
1: your tax liability. All right. Having a plan. Very, very important. We've got spots on the calendar with Elevated Financial Management. Mark, what's going to happen for the next 10 callers? So if you may
2: retiring from Boeing or a warehouse or you've saved at least $250,000 or more, please pick up the phone and give us a call. Because what we're going to do is we're going to create an individualized plan just for you. And it's going to be done by a team of certified financial planners. They're going to take a hard look at how your taxes are affecting your income. What about where are your income sources coming from? Are they guaranteed? And if they are, for how long? What about the health care situation? Do we need to be addressing long-term care, as Casey mentioned earlier, and I talked about a little bit? And then also any legacy planning. What's the best way to move money to charities that we care about? Or more importantly, to our children or grandchildren? All of this and more is going to be part of a solid written financial plan so please pick up
1: the phone and just give us a call all right here's the number 866-668-3625 that's 866-668-3625 10 spots again if you've got at least two hundred fifty thousand dollars saved towards your retirement these strategies can work best for you 866-668-3625 when we come back question and answer Welcome back in to Elevate Your Wealth. Your hosts are Mark Simpson and Casey Elkins. You can find them at Elevated Financial Management right here in Seattle. Between the two, 42 years combined experience in the retirement planning business, helping hundreds of their clients get ready for their golden years, their retirement. They are certified financial fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, and each and every week we hit the topics. We also give you an opportunity uh, to get on the calendar, no cost, no obligation, no pressure. With Elevated Financial Management, meet with Mark and Casey and the team and see where you are in your retirement planning process. And again, you're probably in one of two scenarios. You haven't even thought about it. Uh, maybe you've kind of thought about it, but you know, I'll do that tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, and it just, you keep putting it off. Or you're in the middle of something. You've made that decision and you're walking down the path, but you're not getting feedback. You're, the communication just isn't there. Uh, you're frustrated and you're a little bit confused. It's okay. Okay you can get a second opinion. The 10 positions on the calendar with Elevated Financial Management are open right now, and you can call and book at any time, 866-668-3625. Again, 866-668-3625. If you've saved at least $250,000 towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Call the number 866 866- 668 six six eight three six two five so it's time for question and answer i'm going to pose some questions to the fellows and they are going to give us the answers and again remember these questions are you know again they're going to be situations that might be similar to what you're going through it's just not exactly what you're going through so take it with a grain of salt Uh, if you've got questions about your own situation that's what these appointments are for You know, you can call and meet with Elevated Financial Management and get the answers to your unique situation, because that's exactly what it is. You know, your retirement is completely different from anybody else's, and your plan needs to be just as custom. All right, question number one to Mark, and here it is. Do loan repayments count towards contribution amounts in a 401k calculation? Okay, so
2: right off the bat, we're going to say no, but I'd like to maybe talk about this a little bit, because this happens way more frequently than uh, many might believe. We're not big fans of going into your own 401k plan and taking a distribution in the form of a loan. Why? I just hate the fact that they're charging me or you to borrow your own money. That is one. And then you pay an interest rate to do that, right? You're borrowing your own money. But if you have no other place you can go, then we might want to think about that. But I would want to work with a client and show them, well, maybe if we we might want to look at borrowing money from the bank or any other Uh, institution where we might be able to get our hands on some money. But again, that we're going to need to look at what is the rate that we're going to be charged to borrow that money. So there's a lot more to this. Just don't, what I'm trying to say is don't make a hasty decision and just think, oh, I got money in my 401k, so I better go. Uh, maybe begin to cannibalize that i don't I don't think that's necessarily the best way to uh, to address that, so come in and talk to us about it. Let's find out all of your situation and look at all of the different options because a lot of times there's way more options out there than you might. Uh, be led to believe or just not know about and why not get the money at the best rate possible in the best possible situation but you're not you are not going to be counted as a contribution if you do go that route you can still make uh, contributions to your 401k and payback loan payback is not going to be part of the contribution
1: question and answer portion of the program you're locked in to elevate your wealth elevated financial management the power behind the program where you can find Mark Stimson, Casey Elkins and their team next question I will put this one to Casey and here's the scenario my wife's father passed and she was left quite a bit of stock of, of inheritance and all of the stock is in a single company that is a standard bearer so it's a it's a very strong company we don't need to access the funds and plan to leave the the principle to grow. Is there a better way to grow the money right now as opposed to say, leaving it all in stock? Uh, you know, that's a good question. And it's not,
0: it's not one that we, um, or it is one that we receive fairly frequently, um, not an uncommon scenario. What I'll say is that th- there's definitely some more details that I would like to know um, about your particular situation to, to give a, you know, very clear answer about that. Um, I, I wouldn't be opposed to leaving it all in stock. Um, what I might say, and, and this would probably apply to, to most everybody is depending on the amount, and, and it, it sounds like it's quite a bit of stock depending on the amount, leaving it all in one stock is is definitely a concern, um, leaving it in a single company. Um, while that company may do very well and may have been around for a long time, there's lots of companies that have been around for a long time, and then suddenly they're not here one day. And so we do need to be uh, diverse when it comes to those type of investments. Um, Leaving it all in the stock market also has some implications like we're seeing right now with stock market volatility. So are you prepared to deal with that? How are your other investments set up? Is every dollar that you have completely in the stock market um, and taking the full risk of the market? That's something to consider. So there's, there's quite a few things here. I'll say that um, I don't I don't feel like I have the all the pieces to the puzzle to answer this 100%. Um, but I, I definitely will say that uh, you could leave it in the market. But realistically, this is where it comes down to having an investment plan, having some diversification, and understanding how having different buckets is going to create overall a, a better investment structure for you. You want to add some to that, Mark?
2: Yeah, I'd like to just say this, that this is a great scenario of cost basis uh when you inherited that stock from your father you got to step up in that basis that is a huge deal from a tax planning perspective we're worried about some of the changes that might be coming uh we might be losing the step up in basis and you can imagine what that means for somebody like the scenario casey just talked about uh if i get that value at the date of death and that let's say it was Microsoft stock or Amazon stock, mm. right? You would be paying so much more if you had to go back and pay tax on the original uh, amount. So if we lose a step up in basis, we all need to be worried about that because that could get
1: really, really bad for us from a tax planning perspective. I tell you, when we get into um, the question and answers scenarios and, and, and throw them at you guys uh, and you, and you come back with, with, with the answers, it just kind of shows you that, you know, each individual or a couple that is retiring, th- their picture is going to be unique to them and they need to have a plan. Yeah. That's just as unique because the puzzle pieces are going to be completely different. And uh, you know, the, the path to the retirement is going to go in a different direction. There's not going to be the, it's not a cookie cutter situation. It's not a drawer A, B and C when you come into elevated financial management and Mark uh, takes a look at you or Casey takes a look at you and go, oh, that's, a, that's a drawer B. That's not how it works. Uh, you, you really have to kind of really dig into what you have and how it's all going to fit together uh, to form that retirement plan. Next question up for Mark. Here it is. And this is a scenario for you. Retiring in about a month, Mark, age 62. I have a small pension. After 22 years of employment, they moved us all into a portable pension. I was grandfathered into the original pension plan, so in addition to that pension, I was offered a lump sum, of which I would roll into an IRA, or I could get monthly installments for life. So in this scenario, what's the best play here? Lump sum or monthly installments? Well, this is one where we would truly need...
2: Uh, a lot more information based on your specific situation as you were just mentioning Morgan everybody's situation is unique to them right and so not knowing the answer to those questions I wouldn't be able to answer that question because both of them are important options to understand number one when and I'm gonna use Boeing because I'm very familiar with their different options and so if I've got a person that comes in and they're gonna take uh possibly the lump sum if they're single or they they're a widow or widower from boeing the only option they have when it comes to the annuity payment is what's known as life only the problem with that is if they get one payment and die their pension is gone it's finished i don't like that option you can't leave it to your children so i want to make sure that if you're going to take the lump sum, the the wonderful part about that is you control the money. You can set up your own private pension. uh, You can do whatever you want with that. Now, that being said, if you want income based on that, usually when the money stays with the existing uh, trustee, you're going to get a higher monthly payment. Uh, by it staying there and not moving it into maybe your own private pension. So there's a lot more information that's going to be needed to determine which is going to be the best route for you individually. But you can believe that that decision does matter and you're going to want to know all of the options when it comes to making that decision because it could mean a lot of money one way or the other. And if you make a bad decision, a lot of times it could be set in stone and there's no way to go back and change it or fix it
1: going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Elevated Financial Management. You can pose your own questions to Mark, Casey, their entire team, and get answers to those questions when it comes to your retirement. We'll tell you more about that as we get through Q&A. And here's the next scenario, final scenario of the show. Casey, it goes to you. And here is the question. When I start withdrawing from a non-qualified account, and again in parentheses, and only withdraw the long-term held funds, will I only be taxed when the capital gains rate, with that capital gains rate, I should say? And if the withdrawals are my only source of income, then does that mean my only taxes will be whatever the long-term capital gains tax rates are? Yeah. So uh, that's a good question. This is
0: particular to a non-qualified account. So if you hold um, those investments for over a year, uh, then they will qualify for long-term capital gains, um, which is a fixed percentage, either zero, 15 or 20%, depending on what your income level is. And yes, that is the, those are the taxes that you're going to pay on those uh, capital gains or on those long-term holdings is the long-term capital gains rate. Again, zero, 15 or 20% depending depending on what your income source or income level is. Now, if that's your only source of income, then yes, that's the only taxes that you're going to pay are those rates. You will not pay regular income tax rates. Now, my my thoughts surrounding that is that maybe that answers your question very directly, but at the same time, I'd be surprised if that's your only income source. Very few people have only that as their income source. So this is where it starts to get more complicated when you have other income sources, because um, all of that's going to pile together and affect your total income tax. And so we need to understand that along with something that's called alternative minimum tax, which is a deeper dive than we're going to get into on the show today. But ultimately, this is where having a plan becomes so important to understand all those sources and how they
1: affect one another. All right. Well, now's the opportunity to get on the calendar with Elevated Financial Management. Casey, what's going to happen for the next 10 callers? Well, for those that are willing to pick up the phone, we just want to remind
0: you, this is a complimentary, no obligation uh, written financial plan put together by our team of certified financial planners. Uh, we make it as easy as we can. We do all the heavy lifting for you. We're going to talk about the risk that you're taking, the taxes that you're going to have to pay, your income sources, how reliable are they? We'll talk about all these things that we've talked about on the show today, care care, long-term care, social security filing. When's the best time for that? And we'll do a customized,
1: a complete discussion surrounding what you need in retirement. Okay, here we go. We got 10 spots. Call this number now, 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. If you've saved at least $250,000 towards your retirement, these strategies is going to work best for you. Call the number now, grab one of the spots, 866-668-3625. Another edition of Elevate Your Wealth is in the books. We'll see you on the radio next week i okay.